Hello and welcome to Cruising with Anu podcast, the bi-weekly podcast that tackles the top topics of modern life through the lens of faith. My name is Anu Oweye and each episode I will be inviting a diverse range of guests to join me in exploring issues such as faith, parenting, immigration, health, relationships, money, business and more. We will hear from experts and everyday people alike as we seek wisdom, inspiration and practical advice for navigating life challenges but that's not all i will be sharing my thoughts uh and experiences on this topics in solo segments as well whether you are a believer for guidance or just seeking a fresh perspective you will find something valuable on this show so join me on this journey as we cruise together through life this is cruising with anu podcast Hi, welcome to Cruising with Anu podcast. This is Anu Oweye, your host. I am delighted to bring to you today a very awesome episode. So I do appreciate every single person that has been listening to this podcast. If you've not left a review, what are you waiting for? You should go on there and leave a review, you know, and talk about what you've you know experienced on this episode, you know, what you loved, what you enjoyed, and even what you would like to you know, see more going forward because this is not ending anytime soon. So please do leave a review and I would love to see that so I can also be able to know how to interact better to people that are uh, listening to this episode. So yeah, thank you so much to every single person that has been listening. I really do appreciate one of y'all, every one of y'all. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so we're just going to dive right in into what we're going to talk about today. I will be talking today about the prodigal son. This is a story that I believe that every single person can be able to relate with, specifically, you know, with how or what this symbolizes. I believe that as we, you know, talk about this i believe that everyone understands the impact that this verse symbolizes all right so we're just going to go straight into that chapter which is chapter uh look chapter 15 verse 11 to 32 i'll paraphrase you know what that verse is talking about and it was basically a certain man that had two sons and the younger of them said to his father and said you know father give me the portion of goods that belongs to me and you know he divided them his living and then he he gave it to the younger son so the younger son after you know some days gather together all he had taken from his father and uh, went on a journey into a far country and he basically wasted <laughs> every single thing his father gave him with riot living you know with he, he, he wasted he squandered it you know what have you you wasted that and you know i just wanted us to hold on there a little bit you know how we ask for something from god and we have no plans on what we intend to use it for or the intention of what we are going to use it for is something that is not valuable and that just brings me to 
why I asked certain things from God or why I tell God to give me certain things. And many of the times, let's talk about money. For example, you want to be wealthy, you want to be rich, you want it quick, you know, you want it fast. I mean, the father is not dead. Why is he asking for his own share of, you know, his property or his inheritance? And, you know, sometimes if we can relate that with our lives as to how we want something quick, something that we should be patient with, but we want it quick, we want it fast. And then when we get it, we realize that we spend it or we use those things in such a way that it should not be that way so that's kind of how i'm viewing the prodigal son right now that actually took all the money that was belonging to him and he wasted it not even bothered to invest it he wasted it on things that were senseless things that were of no worth and you know that just spoke to me about how i spend my money for example or how you know how i do things with my life and you know that's also as you're listening something that you can also check within yourself and ask yourself how do i actually invest or spend or make use of what god has given me or what i'm even asking god to give me or what god has yet to give you how do you intend to use it or what is the purpose why do you want it now i think it's important to ask ourselves why do you want certain things now you know is it to squander or to you know, to do what? It's important to ask you why. Like, why are you asking for certain things from God right now? If God doesn't give it to you, are you going to be okay with that? Okay, so let's hold on to that thought as we continue. <laughs> All right, so as we go on with the conversation about the prodigal son, so we could see here that the son basically realized that, okay, you know what? I have spent all my money all the money I took from my father. So basically there was famine in that land and it began to be in want. It's funny how we have to encounter something. Well, I, I wouldn't say negative necessarily, but we have to encounter a discomfort in order for us to come to our senses. Has that ever, have you ever thought about that? Many times we have to come to a discomfort before we remember that, oh, I've been doing things wrong. Why can't we remember when we're doing things right? Well, not do things right. I mean, when we were spending lavishly or when we were spending without thinking properly, why can't we, you know, think about those times? We don't. But it's always when there is an uncomfortable situation, when there is a discomfort, that's when we tend to remember, either we remember God or we remember that this, what we're doing is wrong. And that happens a lot. There are many things you can relate with with your own life and say, oh yeah, like there are times in my life where I feel that I am not doing the right thing after i've already done it after i've made that decision or after i'm i didn't get what i want or something you know like it, it's just very interesting that a sense of discomfort or an uncomfortable situation or i would still say negative something happens before we come to our senses i just find that very 
um, interesting about humans. But anyways, let's go on. So there was a mighty famine in that land and it began to be in want, right? And then he went and joined himself to a citizen of the country that he moved to when he was, you know, <laughs> you know, moving there to waste the money that he had. And then he sent him to fields to feed the swine. And then he started eating the food that swine eats. And then no man helped him, basically. And then he came to his senses, like I was saying earlier. He came to his senses and then he said to himself that even his hired servants in his father's house have bread enough to eat and spare. And he right now is perishing with hunger. And, and that just, hold on right there. And that just makes me to think as to the kingdom of God and, you know, just God and his righteousness and all the good stuff as to how there is room for everyone to come to God. There is room for everyone to be in Christ. But many people are struggling without Christ. Many people are living a life whereby they keep on struggling only if they could come to Christ and be able to, you know, be satisfied spiritually, avoid a sense of void, a sense of emptiness being filled, you know, by or through Christ. So it's just very interesting as to how he thought to himself, like, okay, even his hired servants, people that know even his father's son are able to eat enough. How much more of him? Like, he is a son, but now he's hungry. He's left, you know, with no food. He's eating the food that pigs eat, you know, while his father's servants are even enjoying more than him because of the choice and the decision he made. That's that's quite, you know, interesting of how we put ourselves in a situation whereby God never intended. And this is even outside what I'm reading right now. And then we tend to blame God for the mistakes we've made. I've seen many people or many situations whereby people blame God for the decisions they made. And I think that's unfair to God. Like, that's not right. <laughs> that's not good. But anyways, let's keep going. So... He, and in verse 18, he then decided to, you know, arise and go to his father and say unto him that, you know, just, you know, I've sinned against heaven. I've sinned against you. Um, you know, he, he was like, he's not worthy to be called his son. Uh, if he can just be his hired servant, you know, at least his hired servants can even still get food to eat. But I don't even want to be your son. Just make me your hired servant. So, and he you know, made that decision in his heart. And then he went ahead and, and, and go back to his father. Um, so on the way, while he was going to his father, the father saw him and had compassion and ran. And that was beautiful right there. He fell on his neck and kissed him. And that was beautiful right there. He sat down for a moment and judged himself already and told himself that he you know, he's not worthy, he has made a mistake, you know, he made a decision that was wrong, he made a decision that was bad, and he realized that it was wrong, you know, that, that's the beginning of repentance, the fact that he, 
came to his senses and understood that he was wrong. Even anything in life is all the first thing is realizing what you've done wrong. You know, realizing what you've done wrong, realizing that you were not right, <laughs> realizing that you made a mistake, you messed up. And we can be able to see here that when his father saw him, he ran to him and had compassion. And how I can relate that would be God, of course, Jesus. How as you run to him, he has compassion on you and he saves you basically. And he literally forgets and forgives you of what you've done in the past. And that's beautiful to see. God is a God that loves you unconditionally. I believe that this all verse signifies the unconditional love of God for us, every human being. Every time, anytime you run to him, anytime you go to him, he runs towards you. He has compassion on you and he rejoices over you that you have come back to your source, to your manufacturer. And I think that's beautiful. Let me know if it is beautiful to you too. Let me know if it's something that is amazing that God does. All right. So now we can see how, you know, the, the father ran to him and had compassion and fell on his neck and kissed him. And, you know, the son then said, you know, oh, what I've practiced that I was going to talk about, I'm going to tell him that can I just be your servant and not your son? You know, I have sinned against you, not worthy to be your son and all of that. But the father said to him, bring forth i mean the father said to his servant not to him the father said to his servant to bring forth you know his robe and you know let's that celebration you know let me wrap you with a robe let me put a ring on you and shoes on your feet wait a minute that seems like imagine someone that has messed up and done a lot of wrong things and the next thing to do is put a rope around him put a ring around him and you know celebrating put his shoes on his feet he was probably looking so homeless and then he had to take care of him nurture him i think at first a normal person that sees someone that has done that would be like okay why are you here what is happening you know trying to even listen to what they have to say but then he was just happy to see his son that's beautiful he wasn't judging him by his behavior what he did what he had done he was just happy to see that he is back imagine how much more of how god sees us when we go back to him he's just happy to see that we are back to him he's just happy to see that we are back to him that we've returned to him and that is amazing like he was not even looking at the fact that he took his property and has messed it up he probably see him being homeless. Imagine you coming from a far distance. If you've taken my property, I am expecting you to be looking posh. I am expecting you to be looking brand new. Like you should have a car by now, maybe a Ferrari or something, you know, coming to say hi to your, to your, to your father. But you, you don't. You look homeless. And then the first thing that I'm going to be thinking about is putting a rope on your body. Make sure you look good. Putting a ring in your hand, you know, make sure you look so nice. Get you a shoe. 
and all of those things. I don't think I would do that personally, but we've seen here in this story as to how, or in this parable, as to how the first thing that came to the mind of that father was, I just want you to be good. I'm going to take care of you, put a rope around you, make sure you're doing great, make sure you're doing fine. And that really does signify how God looks at us as his creator. He sees us as we are and he loves us regardless. And that is beautiful to see. That is really beautiful to see. So, and, you know, after that, he still told his servant, you know, heal a calf, let us eat and be merry. Like, make it make sense. It's not even, like, I don't understand how. But we could see here that, you know, these things happen in such a way that he was just happy to see son. And um, and he was, it, it was, it was really glad that, you know, his son was dead, which signifies he was blind. You know, he was filled with flesh and stuff, but now he's alive. He's now able to see, he has come back to his senses and then he wants to be better, you know, and, and that's beautiful. That's amazing. So now his eldest son, which, you know, if you remember in the beginning, there were two sons and then there was the younger one that took his property. And then there was the eldest son, the other son that was staying at home. His oldest son now saw what was going on and he was like, you know what? I am done. <laughs> I am done with this. And and that's very funny and interesting. It's very funny and interesting as to how um which which is another story entirely. I feel like I need another episode to talk about this. But first I would just like to stop here and actually talk about how unconditional love that God has for us, God has towards us. And I think that's beautiful. So, yeah, I just want you to understand that no matter what you've done, no matter what you are doing right now, you can always come back to God and God would accept you. He is your source. He is your manufacturer. He would accept you as you are. He would accept you and love you. And you being in Christ, you become a new creation. Old things have passed away. There is now newness in you. And I'm sure as that prodigal son came back to his father, he became someone new. He became a new man spiritually. And, and, and that's beautiful to see. So I just want to encourage someone today as you're listening you know, to this podcast today, Maybe, I don't know, maybe you're driving or you're working out or you're doing something. I just want to encourage you that there is a chance for you to come back to Christ. There is a chance for you to involve God in your life. And he will always look at you as you are and still love you unconditionally. He's not conditioned by whether you're doing good or not before you come to him. So as you are. Go to God and tell God, I'm here. I'm here, Lord. I'm sorry for all I've done and accept me, Lord Jesus. And you would see that God loves you regardless. God loves you as you are. So I hope you're encouraged by this. And I just, you know, uh, pray for anyone going through anything right now. And I just pray for healing upon your mind. I pray that, you know, the Lord heals you. The Lord... um 
touches you as you're listening to this i pray that whatever it is that you are struggling with i just pray for peace of mind i pray that the lord um solves every issues every problems in the name of jesus and i just pray that everything is settled for you and yeah thank you so much for everyone that will be listening to this i hope you enjoy this episode and i appreciate every one of you have a lovely week have a lovely day bye-bye